thrill is anything but gone. The Suncoast Blues Society will celebrate their 25th anniversary this year, and WMNF is joining in the fun. May 20th, WMNF and the Suncoast Blue Society team up to bring the Jimmies to Skipper Smokehouse for this milestone event. For tickets, go to WMNF.org. WMNF will be at the new Slocal in Seminole Heights Monday, April 25th for the first monthly Tampa Music Showcase, sponsored by the Music Bureau. This open mic night features new and established local musicians, a panel discussion by Symphonic Distribution on the music industry, networking, and more. Sign-ups to perform begin at 6 p.m. Details at WMNF.org slash events. Welcome to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. My name's Ken Apperson. I'm your host this and every week. Today on the show, one of my favorite, I'm looking her right in the eyes right now, Neo Soul local talent, local phenoms, Shelby Soul is here in studio. How are you doing, Shelby? I'm doing well. How are you? No, no, no. How are you doing, Shelby? I'm great. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm great. so happy to have you here in the studio. Truth be told, um, when I got to be on the show uh, back in June of last year, uh, you were actually one of the first names that popped into my head what? about... Uh, just different acts that we could have on the show. And, you know, back then we weren't in this studio at the time. We weren't able to do live bands. We were, you know, we had COVID regulations. Now we get to have you yes. and your full band here in the studio. I couldn't be happier. Thanks so happy. for having us. We're happy to be here. Now, Shelby is Neo Soul. I think that's what we would call it. Neo yes. Soul, R&B, mm -hmm. Neo Soul. Um, if you're not familiar with that genre, stick around. Uh, grab your favorite mug. Pour yourself a cup of coffee, I think. And... Mm -hmm. uh, get through that afternoon lull that we're all trying to fight our way through here on this Friday afternoon. We're going to dive into Shelby's music. We're going to find out a little bit about what makes her tick, what happens when it comes to her writing her own music and the uh, trials and tribulations of what it's like to be a band leader as well as a mother uh -huh. and a wife and all the other things that you have going on in your life. So I can't wait to dig into this. But first, I would love to hear your first song. Okay, we're going to uh, run first this song called Waking Up in the Clouds. This is the first song on my very first EP, so hope y'all like it. have been low lately so maybe I should forget to call but oh the sound of your voice in my ear please forgive the state I'm in but if you don't love me then who will and I know I'm not crazy but lately I've been waking up in the clouds and I just wanna come on down But I'd rather you fly with me And I can try to change your mind Let me know if you wanna fly 
never will forget the way your eyes shine so bright in my mind. I wish mine were as a light. No one compares to you, I ever will. No one compares. And I know I'm not crazy, but lately I've been waking up in my Listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5. We have Shelby Soul here in studio today. Tell me a little bit about that song. Um, that song, again, it's called Waking Up in the Clouds. I think I wrote it maybe 10 years ago. A lot of the songs on my first project I wrote a while ago, and I was able to kind of re, um, I don't know, reinvent some of those songs. Because um, I used to play guitar a lot, and that was one of the songs that I wrote um, on guitar about a guy that i really liked at the time because what right what else do girls with guitars write about so (laughs) (laughs) so there's that yeah okay so i mean that's such a common thing we hear that on the show a lot actually especially when it comes to like a first project like Mm -hmm. you know it took me you know x number of years to 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 put the music together the way that i was happy with it and then to muster up the courage to actually like do something with Mm -hmm. it not to mention the finances that are involved in the investment because it's a considerable investment especially the first time so you did that you released that music you performed all over the all over the city um what what's your favorite performance that you've done over the past two years how's that we'll go with that I'm going to say I think my favorite was was my EP release party because it was the first one I'd ever done, you know, first project, yeah. first EP release party. Mm-hmm. And there's so much stress that goes into it. That Why? What, what's the stress? What was the main thing that really stressed you out? People. People, <laughs> that's people. A, people. Okay. Every time. It's okay. Just, it's just you know when you're putting on. It was my first time putting on an event too, so I didn't you know realize with all the the selling of tickets and you know setting up a, a venue and and just marketing and just all of those things are 
complete stressors up until even the day of moments before the show actually happens. So it was just a relief to finally get on the stage and just but Now <laughs> let me know? ask you this. You're married. Yes. How does the stress of that first event compare to the stress of planning your wedding? Um, okay, so <laughs> I I did not want a wedding for that very reason. Okay. To me, I feel that you kept it it's simple. Very simple. I, I felt like um it's more so about the the union. And what's more sure. important to me is just, you know, I I wanted, I really, really wanted, and this isn't nothing against, you know, family because I know they love us, but I wanted the people that would be there for the entirety of the marriage that have to put the work into the marriage. Sure. To be there to share that moment. And that's what we did. We did we did what we wanted and our family understands. So then with the event how is that different well you say people people were the most stressful part yeah. do you mean coordinating those people do you mean relying on people and them not necessarily following through i see a smile <laughs> that looks like we might have struck a nerve there that's okay well i'll put it this way because you know when when you're a local um a, a local artist a lot of your fan base are, are people that know you sure so you know when it comes to the day of a show everyone is contacting you to figure out, you know, what's going on, even though you've communicated the information everywhere. It's like, hey, can I get a ticket at the door? Hey, can I do hey, can I can I can I can I? Mm -hmm. And and the great thing about my husband is, you know, when he realizes there's like stress happening, it's like, first of all, turn off your phone, <laughs> give yeah. it to me. Mm -hmm. Anyone who wants to communicate to you, they have to go through me. So it was helpful to have him. That's great. I love that. So coming up after this next song, I, I would love to talk a little bit about your background. I know that you've been kind of all over the world, so to speak, or at least to different yeah. areas <laughs> of the world. Yeah. Um, and you that was like your first, if I remember correctly, it's been a few yes. years, but uh, you, Germany yeah. was uh, where you kind of like had your first introduction to music, right? Yeah, that's pretty much where I grew up because my dad was military. Air right. Force, so yeah. So we'll dive into that a little bit, but I want to hear your next song. What's your next song about? Um, Let's do, I want to do better. Um, This song what I do is... too, don't we all? God. <laughs> oh, that's the name of the song. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, this song is kind of like a, a compare and contrast. A lot of times you get into uh, a relationship that you don't know is bad until you go into a better situation. And this song is just kind of about the, the contrast between the two relationships and, and in a way three, because um, someone someone renamed my song the three hymns because it's about the old hymn and then the uh, the new hymn, but then also him as in God. So I think all of those things kind of intertwine together to make the song called better. So <laughs> go for it. Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. We're live in studio with Shelby Soul. All right. Well, in the meantime, we'll uh, we'll get that sorted out here in a second. But so tell me a little bit more about Better. Why Better? Why why were you interested in focusing on the the contrast between those two relationships? Um, I think that it kind of just, it, it came out. A lot of times when I write, I write with my instrument. So piano in this case with this song, um, I, I just kind of, it just comes out. Honestly, a lot of times I'm like, did I write <laughs> this song? So, okay. um, so with, with that, it was just a stream of consciousness. Is that a, what you mean? Yes. But also kind of, I treat songwriting kind of like writing in a journal or like in a diary. So it was kind of just a moment where I kind of realized what, 
where I was because at the time I was, this was, of course, you know, the better relationship is the one because now I'm married to him. I so. would hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of how that worked. So. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, you're listening. Yeah. We have confirmation that... Uh, <laughs> You're officially the better of the uh, the two. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he knows. I I tell him literally everything, so he he knows. But well, that's um, good. But yeah, I think I was just kind of just releasing a lot of things that I that I held in for a while that I didn't even realize that I felt um, before while I was in that relationship. Um, so I I think that a lot of times, even when I write, it's just very personal, and um, I think that it makes it more relatable because that was a song that I struggled wanting to put out because it felt extremely personal um but that's one that like a lot of people it resonates with them because especially you know women because we've all been in horrible relationships that you don't know until after you come out of it that that was really bad well that's the funny thing about relationships right Mm -hmm. how how often and I'm god and if you're if you're if you're watching the live stream right now, which by the way we're live streaming from our Facebook page, WMNF's Live Music Showcase. Feel free to search it. If you're watching right now, feel free to leave this in the comments. Um, how often do you get into a relationship? You think everything's good, and you've got that you've got those rose colored glasses, <laughs> and you've got that honeymoon phase, so to speak, and then you get four six months into it, and you're like, oh, this isn't this isn't what I thought it was at all. Mm-hmm. But you're also emotionally invested at that point, right? And you feel like you're caught between a rock and a hard place. Do I leave? Do I stay? Will it get better? Will it get worse? And then you spend more time trying to figure that out. And sometimes it gets better. Yeah. I think it's different for women too because we we stay. Sure. We we don't think, maybe I should leave. Like the only option is to stay and to fix it. Interesting. we think we, we can fix everything. So. Loyalty is yeah. important. Mm-hmm. It's that paramount thing for you in particular. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Absolutely. Okay. So, uh, so... Back to like your your first album. When it comes to your first album, um, to present day, and and you know, in addition to the album, you're also doing the uh, the soul exhibitions and yes. and all of that stuff, which yes. is really cool. I want to talk about that yes. too for okay. sure. Um, when when you were deciding, I mean, how many how many songs were you were you working with for that first project? That, I and I know you had was it five that that made it to the actual project. I had four that made it. Four that made it. Okay. Yeah, I wanted six. Uh, I was I. It was a learning experience because I had never done it. So I had to listen and I had to humble myself, you know, to say, yes, this is what you want as the artist, but this is your first project. Just feel it out. So I'm glad I did that. I'm glad I listened to, you know, Wise Counsel. Um, But I did originally have six and then it ended up being four. So why'd you strike those two? Um, I think that timing um, was part of it because there was so much work that went into those four. Like they're, they're pretty simple, but I am super picky (laughs) so i will like uh this isn't right like let's do it again let's do it again let's do it again um especially myself like with my with my vocal performance i was super hard on myself because i want perfection just like every other musician sure (laughs) so sure that was part of why it took a while yeah and i mean especially with this genre of music Mm. um you know vocal melodies and harmonies aside because you know your music one of my favorite things about it i'm a big sucker for harmonies absolutely (laughs) uh so you know if you're listening right now uh feel free to check out her her music wherever you stream your music uh it's distributed all over the place but um there's a simplicity to the way that R&B and neo soul is kind of composed. There's mm-hmm. there's space in there. Mm-hmm. I like to I like to compare it to like French cooking, uh, because in French cooking it's much it's it's not about the seasoning so to speak. It's mm-hmm. about using the fewest ingredients possible and making sure those ingredients are quality and well balanced. And because you're using so few, mm-hmm. 
it's actually more challenging because you can't hide behind. Yes. Uh, you know, in this case, talk, bringing the metaphor back to music, you can't hide behind, you know, layers and layers of guitar. You can't hide behind, you know, a, a, a base of, of cymbals and, and right. noise. It's not noise necessarily, but you know what I mean. Right. Um, everything's right out there in front. Everything's right there for the listener to love or hate. Right. <laughs> so it's a very vulnerable way to perform as well. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're performing, do you find that that element is a little bit more nerve wracking? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, because like you said, you can't hide behind anything. So anything goes wrong, you know, you're in your head and you think everybody knows, but a lot of times no one knows. And it's just you being, you know, over, over critical because people like, especially in a live setting, people like just that you're there <laughs> a lot of the times and that the music is live and, and they, they appreciate what you do offer and they understand, you know, through the hiccups. Um, but I, I think that, like you said, when, when we're on a stage and it's just what you see here, you know, that's, that's what it is. I mean, if I'm lucky, I have my, my background vocalist and sometimes, you know, I can just say, Hey, can I breathe <laughs> for a minute while right. you sing? And, you know, sure. Um, but everything is out there right in the open. So, yeah. Just like right here, right yeah. now in the studio. Absolutely. If you're just joining us, you're you're listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We are live in studio with Shelby Soul. How are we doing over there? Getting close? No? Okay. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Well, that's cool, man. That's good. This is one of my favorite things, honestly, about live shows because you just never know what's going to happen. Yeah. But the beauty is when you have the kind of talent that we have <laughs> in studio today, that's the thing that shines through. We'll see. Couldn't be, happy, <laughs> couldn't be happier to have you in here. Thanks, Ken. <laughs> Go ahead and take it away. All right. Yeah. There's only darkness in you. There's only goodness in him. There's only bad blood with you There's only kindness in Him He don't even need to be What He is to me And He's everything You weren't divine Back then I thought that you were Wanted to give you the world I would've gave you my hand Promised you forever and Let you lead me to damnation Patiently waiting for You to walk through the dark of my heart. heart Make me forget the pain Throw your love away Replace it with the other Now I get to have Things I never
There was darkness in me I saw the worst things in you That I now see in me How could I let this happen to me? Oh, the irony that's taking me over It's taking me over But his love was stronger You're listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We're live in studio with Shelby Soul. Tell me about that song. Um, I don't mean the song itself. Tell me about that arrangement right now. Oh, yeah. It's very different than, yes, than the um, the recorded version. Just because um, Rue got here actually produced that, that track. Man and on bass here yes, in the studio. Yes, Man mm-hmm. on bass. And Rue God has just the best bank of sounds. So the oh. sounds that you hear on, on the recording are a lot different. But like you said earlier, when you transition that into a live setting and you want it to have a live feel, you know, you change some of the elements. So, so the keys having the more of the i guess driving force of the song and really subtle drums it's similar to how it is on the track but still it feels different and um i i would say which one i like better but i can't i like them both (laughs) okay yeah but yeah it feels good in in the live setting it feels good in the moment so so i mean you know we talked a little bit before about like your background where you come from you you know you had your first real like experience with music in germany mm-hmm. uh you're as they call it, like a military brat yes yeah <laughs> is it emphasis on the brat part are you a little bit of a brat i mean 
I would say yes because I'm also the youngest of all my siblings. So Are you? yeah. Brat spoiled all the above. We'll have, we'll have Jason uh, answer that in the comments here on the live stream. He's watching right now. I love that. Uh, so, yeah, we've got, uh, speaking of which, we do have a couple of comments uh, on the live stream. Uh, Curtis Grant says, sing. <laughs> Thanks, Curtis. With the uh, fire emoji. Jason's got the fire emoji. He's sad he can't be there, but he'd be here, but uh, his office is loving the sounds. Oh, yay. So, very hey. nice. Yeah, feel free to leave us a comment if you're watching the live stream right now. And hit that share button, too. That's always very helpful. Much appreciated. Uh, so, okay. So, how old were you when you had your first, like, I want to do music moment? Oh, it took me a, a long time. I I want to say I was maybe how old am I? Twenty nine. <laughs> uh, when did I release? Well, that now project? we know everybody. Okay, secrets out. <laughs> I mean, eighteen. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I I don't think that I really decided that I wanted to do music and like actually be an artist until I put my first project out, which was twenty twenty. Sure. So, whatever that is minus what year it is now i don't know i don't do math yeah, i do math in and fours and, and eights that's how God I do. does math mm -hmm. so yeah what was that yeah okay so a couple years ago yeah a couple <laughs> years ago okay and from there to now so you you've just finished recording your next project you yeah. haven't released it yet yes tell me about that project this project i'm i'm super excited about because i um have most of my work that's there um other than just the vocals so the production a lot of that um is mine and um just the writing and just going through it the first time and understanding what resonates with people helped going into the second project to understand that it's okay to be extremely vulnerable and just say what your truth is and put it on a track and just let it be so a lot of that is um very i think liberating so i think this this track or this um project is probably a even deeper reflection of who i am as a person really so yes i i really think so just because again because my hands are all in different areas from the writing to the to the production and just my heart is in it so um i would say that was true about my first project but there there were other influences that i'm so appreciative of that helped me do what i did with it um but this project it was very important for me to have most of the control and decisions just to see just to see the difference just you to know? see if you could yes just yeah. to see if i could and what the what the difference is in the different projects as far as like responses and um feels because you know it sounds a little different too than the first project which i wasn't expecting to sound so drastically different interesting but yeah yeah i'm excited for everyone to hear it though i love it well we'll talk a little bit more about that but i'd love to hear your next song um let's do it you know what since we're talking about the new project i can i can do i'm gonna do a couple of songs this one and i'll do another one later but i want to do overboard um next this song um is one that again i, I wrote it um, with me and keys I always now I start with keys because I have not been playing my guitar please don't yell at me I, those nails <laughs> look I, it's I like mean, a choice mm -hmm. and I chose the nails um, so <laughs> <laughs> that's okay that's okay um, but yeah um, it's it's called Overboard and I think it's it's hard to say exactly what the song is about because it's more of like a, a like a real time like this is happening kind of song as far as the way the lyrics are written so it's just you know you're you're in a situation and you realize that okay this is probably going in a direction that if we don't stop it now we can't save it we can't 
fix it. Um, and now, you know, things have changed between us because um, the hook is just everything's changed. Now we're here overboard. Nothing's the same. No one knows but the Lord walking on clouds, looking up at the grass. Nowhere but near the shore, nowhere but overboard. So that's the song. Ready?
shore I'm nowhere but overboard We're live in studio with Shelby Soul here on Live Music Showcase. I love that song. Oh, thank you. I really like that. Thanks. I really like that. I like the groove. I like the groove to it. That's really great. Thank you. Uh, the people watching the live stream and hopefully listening to the radio show are loving it too. We've got a number of people. Wally Rios, the bomb. Hey, He's got Wally. the bomb emoji. <laughs> Mary Earl says, love, love, love. Oh, thank you. Michael Thompson says, let's go, Shelby Soul. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Thompson. It. There it is. Yes. Yeah. So... Um, I want to hear some more music. Definitely, yeah. uh, I want to be able to share your music with the with the audience here. Um, tell me a little bit before we do that. Tell me a little bit about the Soul exhi- exhibition exhibits. Soul exhibit exhibits. Sorry. Yes. yes, thank you. Yeah. So that's a, a show that my husband and I put together because you know we're we're local artists, and I think you and I have had this conversation before too, Ken. But there's there's so much opportunity for us to support each other as local artists. And a lot of times you go to do a show and you either are required to, or you feel obligated, whatever it is to do covers. Um, And I think that there's just too much talent in Tampa that has their own music that they should be performing and that people should hear. Like it should be normal to go to a spot and not hear any covers. And that's what we wanted to, to start. Um, and just inviting people that have um, their own music out to come um, sing at our show. And that's what we've been doing. We've had three so far. Um, and we've had people like um, Kalia, uh, Shawnee, and uh, Tremaine Lamar. They were on our last one. Um, our first one, we had Cord and um, Janelle, which um, a lot of people know who they are. Yeah. And um, the one we did for New Year's, we had... Uh, uh, Fresh P, Fresh P, and uh, Jafarly, um, and Jay Walt. So and you know Jay Walt. I so, do know Jay yeah. Walt. Yeah, yeah, me and him go back. So yeah, actually, that brings up a great uh, thing. That so one of the one of the things one of the ways you and I have history is uh, I remember whenever it was a year year and a half ago whenever it was mm-hmm. you had you made a, a Facebook post mm-hmm. saying why um, I don't remember specifically what it was but why aren't we playing each other's music? Yes. Yeah, covering each other's songs. And I thought. What a brilliant idea and what a brilliant way for musicians in the Tampa Bay area to support each other. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. If you're a musician and you're listening right now, I have a challenge for you. This is not easy. (laughs) These kinds of things never are easy. Anything worth doing is usually not ever easy. But here's the challenge. I challenge you, Tampa musicians, to... Find a musician that you already know, that you already respect, and that and whose music you claim to support. Mm-hmm. Pick one of their songs and learn it, and do it your own way. Ask them, please get some get permission, obviously, because not everybody's cool with that. But cover each other's music, because here's the thing: there's a, there's two music communities that really exist in the Tampa Bay area, and both of them are pretty strong. One of them is the original music scene, mm-hmm. and the other one is the cover music scene. Mm-hmm. And you see that scene in just about every bar and restaurant in town. It's how I've made a living over the past 13, 14 years. I've lost track, mm-hmm. but that that's how I've made a living is playing cover music. And man, how cool would it be to go into any bar restaurant in the Tampa Bay area yep. and hear music that you love, and it turns out, oh, it was yep. it's homegrown. Exactly, it's written by somebody here. 
you don't have to perform it note for note just like you do with any other cover. Do your own interpretation right. of it. Again, get permission from the musician <laughs> first because we don't want any copyright infringement. But how cool would it be to, de- to then inspire the Tampa Bay music lover to hear almost nothing but original music right. in the area? You exactly. know? Wouldn't that be something it that would, would just be... Everything. Create some hometown pride. Create yes. some. So Tampa musicians, if you're out there, if you're listening right now, I challenge you to learn a Shelby Soul song. That's what I'd like to see. If she's cool with it. I don't know. I'm cool with there it. it is. There you go. She's cool with it. Uh, and maybe learn this next song. Yeah. I don't know. Um, this one actually is my favorite song from there you go. the uh, from the first EP from Solstice. It's called I Know. My MD's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's called I Know. And just I, I want to quickly just shout out my band yeah please um we got jay keys here on to my left on keys rugat i mentioned earlier he's my bass player and we've got cardi x on the drums um yeah these are these are my guys we're we're missing nick he usually plays with us guitar so yeah these are my my family that's okay yeah i mean they've definitely brought the energy today i love it let's keep it going go for it take the to do that next song ready How could I forget the time When you walked into my life, yeah It's ingrained inside my mind, yeah I could never leave your side Seems it came before the time Yeah, 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 yeah Seems like I was sighted blind Still I won't deny Yeah, yeah, yeah And I won't put up a Tomorrow, come what may. 
know, I know, I know, I know that I need you, need you. I need you to be you with me, be me and you, be us, be we. And if we ever cannot be, we won't know what will ever be. What I'm saying, please don't leave me, don't leave me, you, be you with me. in studio with Shelby Soul here on Live Music Showcase. I, uh, <laughs> nope, I'm not going to sing that song, but it's gorgeous. Yes, I, yes. <laughs> so, okay, so without getting too nerdy, I always like to dig a little bit into the songwriting thing. And, sure. and clearly, you're, you know, you, you have um, some jazz influence in mm-hmm. there. We hear that in the, in the melody structure mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, I hear it especially in that song. There's little key changes yeah. and there's a little, yeah. So, so in, in R&B, there's, there's sects of R&B that, that really love that and embrace it. And there's mm-hmm. like a gospel element to it, which I hear in your music mm-hmm. as well a little yeah. bit. Uh, and then there's, there's uh, areas of R&P that are a lot more musically simplistic, mm-hmm. but like that tends to leave room for like vocalists to do big runs and yeah. big belting notes and all that stuff. So why do you, why do you, and this isn't a judgment, just for, I'm just curious, why do you find yourself gravitating more towards the former? I think it's what I listened to. When you were growing up? Or when I figured out what I liked. Okay. You know, like growing up, I think I heard a little of everything. Okay. So my musical taste was kind of all over the place. Yeah. Um, But when I really gravitated toward what I liked, it really like sunk in (laughs) for me. Um, I think vocally the first influence I ever had was Amy Winehouse. And that was like a huge eye-opening like there's a whole so that's where a lot of the jazz comes from for me yeah yeah and i hear that i hear that in your like your vibrato yeah for example the way you have a very rich kind of thick vibrato thank you that's it's very nice uh so okay so amy winehouse um she's got a classic sound but she's by no means classic right what classic influences that did you grow up with that you find seeping into your songwriting now okay so that's where the gospel comes in okay because I was not only a military brat, but I was also a PK, and uh, that's a preacher's kid. Okay. So. Oh wow. Yeah. So my dad, like uh, growing up, all we listened to was gospel. Uh, like I didn't even know my dad was an Earth, Wind, and Fire fan until I was like <laughs> twenty. So that was well, that's probably dramatic, but yeah. But um, I think that a lot of my influence then was like Hezekiah Walker and like John P. Key, Donnie McClurkin, Yolanda, and that was like that was my you know my bag 90s gospel is unmatched really okay. yes okay absolutely to this day i love that okay. um so yeah that's that's a lot of what what my i think music gravitates toward but then later on when i was introduced to artists like robert glasper and hiatus coyote and um just our moon child right now is my current 
Really? Yes. Love Moonchild. That's your go-to? Yes. Yes. But that's all that blended together. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. So, you know, talking about R&B and talking about R&B shows and performances and all of that stuff, I always find it interesting to, there's a fine line between writing to fit into a genre, mm-hmm. which is to an extent necessary right. to market yourself and find your audience, et cetera, et cetera, um, and, and being artistically unique and untethered mm-hmm. by the, the restrictions of genre. There's a weird yes. tightrope that you have to find to walk within that. Right. Um, do you find yourself consciously trying to walk that, or do you find that the, the music you write just comes out more naturally? Um. I honestly struggle with it constantly. Really? Like exactly what you just described is mm-hmm. a constant frustration for me because I fought tooth and nail with my first project. I don't want to be Neo Soul. Okay. And that's exactly what vomited out of me was just Neo Soul. Right, <laughs> like, yes. So why didn't you why didn't you want to be Neo Soul? Because I didn't want to be put into a box. I, I think that just growing up playing piano and being a black female Everyone called me Alicia Keys. I'm like, I'm, oh, I'm nothing like, I don't sound like her. I don't play music like her, nothing. It's just like people just associate things automatically because of what you look like, how you sound or what sure. you do. Um, but don't ever take the opportunity to actually listen to what you're doing. So I was fighting that, but I got some really great advice from actually Nathan Mitchell. He yep. said, lean into that. Yeah. And I will never forget because I was fighting it so hard and he said, no, lean into that because that's what people want to hear from you. What they're telling you is what they want to hear from you. And all you have to do is put your spin on that and they will be receptive of it. Make them receive it, but just put it in a pretty box that they like. I couldn't have said it better, yeah. man. And I love Nate for that. Yes. He's a, he's a friend of the show. He's been on the show in the past. He's a yeah. great guy. Um, so, I'd love to dive into that more. We only have an hour uh, <laughs> left in the show. I, I would love to hear uh, your next song. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what we have left. What do we... Easier. All right. New taste. Oh, we have there to we do... Go. We have to do NTOB. NTOB. Not the only biscuit. Yeah. Not the only biscuit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the song, right? That's, what That's exactly what it yeah. is. It's either NTOB or we, me and uh, the band call it H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's about breakfast food and exactly, spelling. Exactly, But kind of, sort of, yeah, because it's about coffee. Hard-hitting so. subjects. Yes, yes, I love it. <laughs> no, take it away, please. <laughs> yeah, NCOB. Shelby Soul here on Live Music Showcase. You can get more of that click if you can. I've had my 
with lime But I'm so new to this new taste of bitterness New taste of bitterness Said I've had my coffee black I've drank Corona with lime But I'm so new to this new taste of bitterness New taste of bitterness Yeah, 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 yeah Said I hope you understand yeah. na, 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 na. I won't be needing you again na, 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 na. That was then, yeah So new to this new 
You're listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. That's our show today, folks. This show is uh, pretty unique because we have a huge crew of people that work on this show. It's not just uh, me on a microphone. We've got Mark Perfetti on the audio engineering sound mixer. Mark back there making sure everybody sounds real good. Uh, Bob Hoke is our video director. Richard Stone is our post-video production. Uh, Ed Lehman is our camera ops along with Pamela Robinson who is also our audio assistant. Micaiah Caldwell is our board op. Uh, standing in for Chandler Collada, who is normally our photographer, is uh, Haley Kaplan. And uh, I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We do the show here every Friday at 2.06 p.m. And uh, looking forward to seeing and hearing you guys next week here on the live stream, here on the radio, and in podcast form, uh, anywhere that you stream your podcast. Just listen, just search Live Music Showcase. Uh, before we go into your very last song, give me your last word easier there it is <laughs> that's the name of the song that's all i can think there of. it is that's perfect i love it yeah let's so go ahead and take it away all right ready you crossed my mind a thousand times today and i can't think of why i get so tired of thinking about you i do i can't get over you easier to fall back in love with you stay in this space easier to lay in this bed 